Great to be along with you. You are tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org or 314-996-1520. The program underwritten today by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net, or you can call them toll-free at 866-944-8687. That'll get them. Oh, this morning, some thoughts about these words of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? Or to say it another way, how can anybody be salted with the precious good news of Jesus if they have lost their salt, their flavor, their spiritual fervor, their energy for the gospel, their joy, their strength, their hope. All of those words reflect what is included in that word salt. So how about you this morning? How much salt do you have for the Savior to flavor others with the assurance that they, through faith in Jesus Christ, will go to heaven. I don't know a single person in my entire lifetime who does not desire that complete assurance. Jesus is saying, if you lose your taste, then the salt is worthless. It's good for nothing, only to be trampled underfoot. As I look at how I flavor others with the good news of Jesus and the assurance of eternal life, well, I have to admit I often fall short. My salt could be losing a measure of its flavoring capabilities. So what I need, and what you need as well, is to go back again to the Lord's precious and holy word, to go back again to his blessed sacraments, and to regain again a greater measure of saltiness so that you're able to convey to others the joy and strength you know you do have in the Lord Jesus Christ. That joy and strength conveyed by your way of life, the words that you say, the way that you pray, the way that you carry yourself, the hope you convey. And then you're able to assault others. Jesus goes on in Matthew chapter 5. He says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, Jesus says, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. As a Christian, your life is on a stand. It's on a hill for all to see. Prayerfully, all will indeed see Jesus in you and me. One author has written, In a small English town, it was the custom that at evening vespers, the deacon would light a candle as each family of the parish entered to worship. Well, naturally, the more families worshiping, the more candlelight there was in the church. And so, he said, the more the children of God let their light of faith shine in this darkened world, the more light of the gospel there will be for all to see. The result? More people will believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, and happily, more people will be in heaven. Wow, that sounds good. So what's the problem? The reality is sobering, and it's worth taking a real close look at this morning. Namely, there are three clear enemies who are trying to get the salt and light out of you and me every day. 
the devil himself, the sinful world you and I live in, and that pesky original sin flesh that fights strongly with the spirit every day to get your attention and mine. These seek to undermine your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ to the extent that you may lose all your saltiness and light and therefore your witness to others. St. Peter has written, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. If you've ever been to a zoo and watched a lion for more than a few minutes, they will eventually assume that prowling mode. If you have a cat who's a hunter or a mouser, you know how they sneakily wait for just the right moment and then pounce on their prey. That indeed is similar to how the devil acts in your life. He waits for just the right moment and then he pounces on you, even when you least expect it. One author has written, no one is ever in greater danger than the person that thinks they cannot be tempted, that they cannot be pounced upon. However, indeed you can be. The devil himself would like to tempt you to believe that Jesus is not really the Christ, that he's not who he says he was and is. However, consider this in Matthew 9. When Jesus was healing the paralytic, he was accused of blasphemy, by the church leaders because he told the paralytic that his sins were forgiven. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts, for which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home, proving that Jesus has that sin-forgiving authority. And the Bible says, when the crowds saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God who had given such authority to man. Yes, Jesus as God has the authority to forgive sins, to release you from the devil's onslaughts. I'll talk more about that in the second segment of our program. You are tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country, or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege, 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back to part two, Moments of Assurance Weekend, talking about how you can be a salt and a light, but if you lose your saltiness, what good are you? <laughs> That's the danger. You've got three enemies, the devil, the world, and your sinful flesh. The devil doesn't want you to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. He wants you to think Jesus was just some kind of a great prophet or teacher. And uh, Jesus, but consider this, please, Jesus himself in a conversation with the woman of Samaria, the woman at the well, claims he is indeed the Messiah. She had said to him, I know that Messiah is coming 
and when he comes, he'll explain everything to us. Well, Jesus had just told her that she had had five husbands, and she wondered, how did he know that? And so the woman responded and said, I know that when the Messiah is coming, he'll explain everything. But Jesus responded to her, I who speak to you am he. Wow, that's who Jesus is, the Messiah, the one foretold who would come to take away your sins. 700 years before Christ came, the prophet Isaiah, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, has written, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him, in other words, on Christ, the iniquity of us all. Isaiah was obviously referring to Jesus there. Don't be tempted to believe otherwise. Speaking of temptation, there was once a mother who, on leaving home to go downtown, had told her little son, Johnny, Johnny, while I'm gone, don't get into the jam. No, mother, I won't, I promise. However, when she returned, the mother did notice jam <laughs> between Johnny's fingers and in the corners of his mouth. Didn't I tell you not to get into the jam, Johnny? Yes, mother, you did. Johnny, didn't I tell you that when Satan tempts you, you should tell him to get behind you? Well, yes, mother, but when he got there, he pushed me right on in. Yeah, that's what the devil can indeed do. He can push you right on in to your Achilles heel, your point of weakness. Everyone has such a point as that, and the devil can see where yours is and desires to slither on in, which is where the danger lies. If he gets in and gets a hold of your heart, you lose your saltiness. You lose your light of faith. Fortunately for you and for me, the evil one, the devil, is resistible. The scriptures even state, resist the devil and he will flee from you. He always runs from the son of God, that is. Of course, you need resisting power in order to stave him off. I have one of those police flashlights with an extra bright bulb, which you're able to flash into the face of any intruder. I charge it up every other day in order that the brightness which characterizes this neat little light might be able to be maintained. However, there are times when I neglect to plug in the charger, and then the light grows dim, and the flashlight is rendered useless for the purpose for which it was intended. Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's the use. That's the purpose of those good works. That's what they were intended for, to so shine, to shine brightly, not in a dim manner. Because if you shine out in a dim manner, others will not be able to see that what you do is all about giving glory to the God of eternity. It's all about drawing people not to you. It's all about drawing people to Jesus Christ. Your good works attest to your faith. They show forth or demonstrate your saving trust to others so they can see you've been spending time with the God of eternity in Jesus Christ. When you have salt and when you have light, you're going to be viewable to others. You're going to be on a stand for all to see. So please ask yourself, and I'll do the same, what will others see when they look at you and me? Jesus once said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. 
connected to Christ, you can do all things. How about you this morning? Are you staying connected through his blessed word and sacraments? Because when you are, the devil can't get the upper hand. And your sinful flesh will be pushed down because you have access, pushed down power in and through the Lord's precious and holy word. And the Holy Spirit will be pushed up, giving you the power to emulate to others the joy and the assurance that you have in and through the merits alone of Jesus Christ, your precious Lord and Savior. I close with these words of the hymn writer. Let us ever walk with Jesus, follow his example pure, through a world that would deceive us and to sin our spirit's lure. Onward in his footsteps treading, pilgrims here, our home above, full of faith and hope and love. Let us do the Father's bidding. Faithful Lord, with me abide. I shall follow where you guide. Won't you follow where he guides? even today. Appreciate you having been along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. I encourage you to write to me, mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Let me know what you think. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday at the noontime hour central time. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches. Mid-AmericanCoaches.net To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.